We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, so this morning we get a look at where they will go if... We let them. This comes to us from Minnesota, Maryland. The Democrats are busy trying to decriminalize murder up to the age of 26. No, they're not joking. You would still be charged um, with removing the life from the body of the person that you attacked. You, there would still be charges, but they wouldn't be full-on murder charges. Um, it would be something much less. Because your brain is not fully developed until you're 26, unless you want to take puberty blockers at age 12 and sterilize yourself, in which case, that'd be fine. Of course. Right. But you just don't want to murder anybody while on the puberty uh, blockers. Um, Or if you do, they're going to help you with that because you're not old enough to make a decision. Makes total sense if you're a Democrat. For the rest of us, we're a little lost. Meanwhile, this. And this really shows you where they want to go. Minnesota lawmakers, this is Fox News, have um, filed a bill that would create a thought crime database. No joke. This is this database would log alleged bias incidents, even when they're not considered a crime. It is modeled after the sex offender database which Democrats are trying to get rid of, you know, actual convicted sex offenders in California. So what what does this mean? Well, people could go on there and report perceived bias-related incidents, such as alleged slurs, verbal attacks, failure to use preferred pronouns, that sort of thing. And they can file them by name. So um, if somebody, Jane Smith, makes someone else mad and it's perceived as bias, you could go Google Jane Smith's name to see if Jane Smith has committed a thought crime. Can I just make one quick suggestion here? Yeah. Okay. Now, we already know that when we are on our phones or have our phones in our pockets and we talk about certain subjects— suddenly we see ads for those come up on some of those apps. Mm -hmm. So why is it necessary for anyone to have to file those when that is being monitored to begin with? I guess just to make it easier to cancel. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and have the AI at DOJ go ahead and send us the subpoena or the warrant. I know. Well, these, and and the bill specifically says, again, this is Minnesota, um, that these, it would be for verbal attacks 
that fall outside the hate crimes compiled annually by the State Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. So these are not crimes. So we're going to prosecute you or at least accuse you or penalize you for something that is not a crime. Exactly. But it is um, but it is anti-woke and that is a thought crime, which the punishment for that in our society is increasingly worse than an actual crime. I mean, you are so totally destroyed. Would you call that maybe blasphemy? Yeah, maybe. If you consider the wokeness to be a religion. Well, if that's the case, then why could someone who is a Christian not then go after someone who makes a comment that is disparaging toward God or Christ? Or, you know, we could go with the Muslims or, you know, Jews or Hindus or whatever. If we're going to sit here and start going with thought crimes and words that hurt. Well, see, okay, no. Now, if if you're slurring Christians, uh, that's, no, that, okay. I don't know that that would, would count. Yeah, okay. Republican State Representative Walter Hudson, who doesn't like this, told Fox News it's a very insidious and conniving way to get the camel's nose under the tent of expanding the scope of government scrutiny of speech beyond crimes and assault. Well, Listen. that is a biblical reference, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hudson said he was worried that the language of the bill, which encompasses, listen to this, not just race, but also gender identity and gender expression, is overbroad and could ultimately impinge upon, see, you knew exactly where they were going, Lee, religious liberty. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and by the way, the bill has the language over and over, actual and perceived gender identity. Prosecution of the perceived. Yeah, so the intention of whoever is being accused of exhibiting the bias is irrelevant if you legitimately perceive somebody to be female, but they're male identifying as female, and you're, you know, you're just trying to even be politically correct, but you fail, you still could go... In this, and listen to this, there's no state boundaries on this thing. So if uh, one of these Minnesotans comes here to South Carolina and are the victim of a threat crime, or say the correct pronouns are not used or something, I don't know, at a gas station, they could take the name of the gas station that's in it and put it in the bias database in Minnesota. So that, um, you know, you begin to have a file on you. But in, then if I wanted to carry my weapon with a concealed weapons permit that I legally have in South Carolina, that would not apply in any state that does not have reciprocity. Exactly. You understand how this works. So um, this is Hudson again, the state, the Republican state lawmaker. He says, we're going to create a database of all these subjective, arbitrary, whimsical feelings that people have had, not anything objective or tangible. So anybody can fill this out accusing you of anything which is kind of nuts but this is what i mean this is where they're going kind of nuts yeah it is nuts you're right your perception's off here it is yeah, very I nuts i know um but here the good news this is this is the good news and um, while we're talking databases of people did did you see this um i, I can't believe this happened but it did um, the backlash lash must have been, like, insane. MasterCard and Visa. I was very afraid of this. It, on uh, April 1st, we would have all four of the major card distributors, credit card distributors, would have applied the code to you and kept your name and your transaction. Uh, you know, the code would segregate mm -hmm. that. It's a database of everybody who buys a gun or something at a gun store or a place that sells guns. 
Visa and MasterCard, listen to this, have halted their plans to use a new merchant code to track gun purchases. Good news. It's a significant win for conservative groups. And we were talking about this at the beginning of the week. I was telling you, they, they, were, they were just waiting until they got all four major card providers to agree to this. And what they were going to begin to do then, uh, I thought, was just to begin to incorporate this in your credit score. Oh, look, back in 2023, you bought a something, gun, bullets, whatever it was at the, at the store. We don't know, but you've got a code strike against you. We're going to have to cancel your MasterCard. I'm, I'm sorry. You don't meet our credit requirements. You're too dangerous. Never mind that you know they'd be sharing this thing with the FBI. I mean, we've already got a bank, got Bank of America, which issues these cards. We found this out this week. Um, giving all the data to the FBI on people who've purchased guns legally, legally purchased guns if they did it within the months before January 6th and around the time of January 6th, they traveled to Washington for any reason, okay? Could have been business, could have been anything. That list of people went to the FBI and again, remember, those were people, we know this from the congressional hearing, those were people who didn't even enter the Capitol, okay? They are accused of no crime. And yet more than 140 of them have either been interviewed or surveilled by the FBI. Total violation of rights. So you can see Bank of America already beginning to abuse that. And look, these cards, they're just issued by banks, okay? It's the banks doing this. So to see Visa and MasterCard back off, that's great. Because I told you, you know, once... It gets to where people who buy guns don't have an alternative credit card they can use. Okay, I want to use Visa and MasterCard because they don't track me. I'm going to get one of those and then buy a gun. Then they were going to really crack down. This is going to make it very hard. So you could be a suspect of geographical proximity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, yeah. I mean, not, not actually having anything to do with any crime or violation, but simply being the area. You're no, in the wrong area code. Yeah, no, no, watch this, okay, because I'm going to make a prediction on this. In fact, I'm going to... Set, I'm going to snooze a text to myself, remind me to talk about this. We just had a terror attack for the second time in two months by Antifa in uh, Georgia, right? Where they bought materials for actual explosives and yep. made explosives, yep. Molotov cocktails, yep. that they then hurled at the police. Yep. Guarantee you, I'd bet my 401k double or nothing, the FBI will not contact Bank of America for their purchase records to find out if they have bought a gun. They will not do any other to find out if they have traveled across state lines, um, you know, around the time of the Antifa protest to Georgia. They will have no interest whatsoever in whether they have an entire arsenal in their basement. They're not going to look. Then I, they don't care. Not going to happen. Not that I would support it if it did. I don't like Antifa, but you should stay the heck out of people's bank accounts and prove things the old-fashioned way with actual evidence of crimes. Radical idea for the FBI, I know. Yeah. Um, but I guarantee you they will not do this. They will not ask Bank of America, nor will Bank of America turn over any of those records or any other bank. This is how they selectively prosecute. So that just to wrap this segment, good news, the pressure on Visa and MasterCard by us must have been immense. Um, and good. I'm glad they feel it. I'm glad they feel it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Because Democrats know no, they can censor that at this very moment there's a bank of FBI agents, at least 80 of them we know from the Twitter files. Heck, it could be 200 by now. Who knows? Censoring 14 of the 15 platforms. Used to be 15 out of 15, but Twitter is not going along with that anymore. It's made them sloppy. They don't have to pretend to care about people anymore. And that's why you saw the bizarre spectacle in recent weeks, of Joe Biden and Pete Buttigieg just not going to East Palestine, Ohio. And you know what? Watching that was so weird because that used to be a heyday for Democrats. You got a big corporation like Norfolk Southern go in there, pretend to care about the little guy. They would have eaten that up in years before. Bash the big corporate guy, promise to, you know, Extract a pound of flesh from Norfolk Southern. Yeah, I mean, that's their lock, stock, and trade. But they couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered. I mean, look, they, they, they are hemorrhaging blue-collar workers from that party. Trump took them. This was their chance to get them back, to show they cared. That used to be a blue-collar working town until Trump. Flipped a Republican under Trump. Go back and get them back. But the disdain for regular Americans is so insane. They figured, look, we'll just fix this at election time. We'll just censor any criticism of us. And it is making them sloppy in a way we haven't seen before. And I see examples of it every day because they just figure, well, we're, you know, we just, we get the FBI to crack down on speech. Folks, look, we only know what the FBI cracked down on from the Twitter files at Twitter. I've been pretty convinced for a while. I mean, I have a 30,000 strong following on Facebook and I can only get like six to eight likes if I post about economic stuff. I'm pretty sure the FBI has cracked down on that too in terms of not being able to speak negatively of Joe's economy. And I think that's why you're getting these increasingly insane proclamations. I mean, it's like some out of North Korea by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I think they just figured the FBI will clean up the mess on social media and that's where most people get their... News, and they can just say whatever crazy thing they want. Last week, Joe Biden told us he had lowered our food bills. 
when his own Department of Labor said actually they're up by about 11.9%. Let's try a 12. They're up by that. Now, this is Joe's own Bureau of Labor. It's his own Department of Labor telling us this. And Kamala Harris repeated a lie about how they brought down your electric bills. No, they did not. They, it, the natural gas part of your bill is up 17% on average because of the tax that Joe Biden applied to natural gas. And he can do that executively on federal lands. And it's just, just bizarre proclamations. We've brought down your electric bills. I mean, anybody can see with their own two eyes. That did not happen. But they're walking around saying, and then yesterday, this from Joe. That's why I took the most aggressive action ever in all of history in any country to take on the climate crisis by lowering your home energy bills. What? Okay. Let's see what Joe's own Department of Labor says about that. Electricity up 12%. Fuel oil up 27.7%. And natural gas up a shocking 26.7%. In a single year. One dish over last year. Again, not me, not some conservative group. Joe's own Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's where I got that from. He's told us that he lowered your grocery bill. That was bizarre. And then yesterday he claimed he's brought down inflation. He's brought down inflation. Okay, what was a big story this week? Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell saying, you know, inflation is, um, you know, it's kind of out of control more than we thought, so we're going to have to raise interest rates more than we told you. Sorry. That was the big story this week, okay? Was it not? That was shocking. Not to you. If you listened to the show, I told you it was coming months ago. Um, when they were still lying about having brought, you know, brought down inflation. But Joe never got to memo. Listen to what he said. Not just whether inflation. We brought down inflation seven months in a row. We're going to whip it. Um, perhaps in another time-space continuum. In this one, you didn't bring down inflation. I mean, does, does anybody turn the TV on in front of this guy when he's eating jello and drooling? Does he not know what his Federal Reserve chairman said this way? I don't know if he does. It's the weirdest thing. But again, look, I think that the censorship is making them lazy. I think it's making them sloppy. They figure, well, friends at the FBI just clean it up. We'll shut Elon Musk down eventually. We'll have him in handcuffs. We just say whatever we want. We'll have him handcuffs by the election, and we'll just say whatever we want. I don't know if they can afford to be sloppy, folks, because, look, the average person may not listen to this show or get the kind of news that you get on this show, but they know what their utility bill says. You can go look up what your utility bill was last year. It's easy. You can do that online even if you didn't save it. You know what your grocery bill is. FBI can't fix that, honey.
Good morning. All right, want to tune in at 8.06. We're going to have an interview with a state legislator about what's in that hate crimes bill. John McGravy, he's from Greenwood, Lawrence County. He'll be on with us to talk about it. Now, you might think, well, you know, hate crimes. Nobody wants hate, right? Everybody hates hate. Nobody in this audience wants anyone to be, you know, hated or victimized in any way. But what's up with this hate crimes bill? It passed the House. On its way to the Senate, where it may or may not pass, McGravy has a warning for us about that bill. Quote, this is what he told WYFF. We're going to hear some more from him. The language in this bill can be used against the Save Women's Sports Act. Oh, okay. So if you don't want to allow a biological male to compete with women for limited spaces on everything from track teams to basketball teams, if you if you say, no, we're going to enforce state law on that, you could be guilty of a hate crime. He says it could be used as an argument against uh, bathrooms, could be used as an argument about your birth certificate, and the list goes on and on. So we look forward to hearing from him at 8.06. He will be on the show to tell us what they're really up to up there. Um, and I'm sure it's no good knowing our our legislators. Uh, okay, want to alert you to something else going on here. We Look, I got my eyes on this. We going to war with Russia? Is that the narrative we're going to have for this election? Because you know they're going to have one. They're going to have some big, scary narrative. And look, that I've been telling you since I got here, the Obama administration, Hillary, they have been trying to find a way into a war with Russia. This has been going on since, you know, 2010. I don't know why they want a war with Russia, but they do. And it's really hot on the Hill. There's even some Republicans who want to join that in turning this regional conflagration into a full-fledged World War III. So what have we seen? We saw Joe Biden go over to Europe, uh, do the do, do the pro-war tour. He wants World War III, and everybody patted him on the back and, um, you know, helped him cross the room without falling. But as soon as he was gone, the leaders of NATO in Europe, that would be France, Germany, and the UK, did a tour of their own in which they encouraged, without Joe, um, the head of Ukraine, Zelensky, they encouraged Zelensky to just go ahead and negotiate peace with the Russians, please. Why? Because they don't want a nuclear war on their back porch or any other kind of war. They don't want Joe and the swamp starting World War III on their back porch. And it was it spoke volumes that they were telling Zelensky, okay, cool, like, we'll give you a, we'll, well, you know, we'll toss some weapons your way, NATO will toss some weapons your way, but no, no, you need you need to sit down, Putin. You two, you guys need to work it out. We're not, no, we know what Joe just said. We know just came, Joe just came on the World War III tour. We're not on that tour. They did it as soon as he left. Noticeably absent from the threesome asking for peace in their backyard, understandably, was Joe and the United States of America. Now this from military.com and Aviation Week. It's two, two weeks in a row we go to Aviation Week to figure out what the heck is going on. The first one was with that balloon that was not a UFO, but they lied to you and tried to get you to think it was. The one Joe allegedly shot down, except it was some kid's weather balloon, that one. The federal government, U.S. Air Mobility Command, has been removing tail numbers and unit information from planes changing the paint schemes 
getting having a military.com, which is kind of publication of the military, but outside the military. Sort of like the trade publication of the military. Asking, are we getting ready to back a Ukraine offensive? Massive buildup going on there. Massive buildup. And we've been, I've been talking about this for the while, the 101st Airborne. Uh, we only send them when we're going to war. Last place they went was Iraq. Last place, 101st Airborne, last time 101st Airborne was in Europe was World War II. Putin knows how to read. We got them stacked up in Romania. Troops just sitting there. This has been going, folks, it started last year. We went from the 60,000 sitting that we normally, we keep them in, in Europe uh, and escalated in a matter of nine months to 100,000. People don't, pe- people are not watching this. Now this, from the Asia Times, where I often go to find out what the heck is going on in the world because they're not going to tell you here. Huge amount of equipment either has arrived already in Poland, where they're ready to be moved into the equipment, into Ukrainian territory or on their way. In addition, NATO is rapidly bolstering its forces. This past Saturday, the U.S. flagged vehicle carrier Liberty Pride sailed into the port of Alexandropolis, Greece, carrying military equipment destined for NATO forces. How many other U.S. ships are in the ocean at the moment or arriving at other ports isn't yet known. But what is known is that NATO is girding itself for a spillover once the Ukraine offensive gets underway in the spring. They're getting ready to go to war. Who? The swamp. The main focus of the Ukrainian spring offensive likely is an assault on Crimea and Russian forces in the south. The objective is to cut them off and systematically destroy them, following, followed by a big pro, uh, cry, uh, push into Crimea. The U.S. is supplying a huge amount of war material for the assault. That includes bridging equipment that can support German-origin Leopard 2 tanks. Hmm. Then this. This photo, a massive away, array of U.S. military equipment staged on the docks in Poland. A lot of people think that equipment is headed for our troops that we are increasingly sanctioning in Ukraine. Folks, this is this is what the buildup for World War One and World War II look like. The tanks and vehicles in the Polish port, quote, are in preparation for redeployment to the continental United States after serving Atl- Operation Atlantic Resolve. Ugh. Now, here's the scary part. Elements of the main U.S. Armored Division um, have been active in Poland in the last month. The 3rd Armored Brigade Combat Team, Gray Wolf, 1st Cavalry Division, transferred authority of U.S. Army operations in support of Operation Atlantic Resolve. Remember those words, Operation Atlantic Resolve. We're going to war. You know what's interesting? Last month, and I highlighted this, the president of Serbia put a statement out, and he is saying, you know, he's basically determined to remain neutral between, like, he's not taking sides with us or Russia. And in the last paragraph, he explained this is because the swamp wants World War III going into the election. That's why we're doing this. He said, the, yeah, this, the, the UK leaders are doing the same thing with us, that they have elections as well. They want uh, some sort of world war um, or big war. They want to start it with Russia and that that is that this is this is electioneering by these American politicians and, you know, to some extent, these British politicians and that Serbia must stay neutral. We they, they cannot get dragged into this. And he's right. We're insane. You just do not want to attach your star to us at this point. We are we are full on plum nuts. None of this is necessary. This is a regional conflict. has been going on for hundreds of years. 
Over the last seven months, 3rd ABCT participated in multinational training exercises in Poland, Latvia, Lithuania, Finland, France, Italy, the UK, and Germany. So we're loading troops up. They are stationed in Romania and Poland when they were not before. And we're moving massive amounts of equipment. That Again, the sources on that, uh, Asia Times, Times of Asia, Aviation Week, and um, Military.com, the trade publication of the U.S. military. So the question is, is NATO bluffing? Or is the Serbian president right? And we are getting ready for a Ukrainian efficient, uh, uh, offensive. Let me translate. World War III timed to the election. That's what the Serbian president thinks. Uh, nothing was surprised. Keep, keep your eye on this one, folks. Well, hearings today, look, this is really important. Today, yesterday, on the Twitter files, Democrats doing their best to shut them down. We're going to have some of that audio in the next hour. Accusing liberal Democrat reporters, two of them, Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi, uh, Michael Schellenberger, excuse me, who is a, a liberal, he ran as a Democrat, for governor of California. I mean, you don't get much more liberal than that. Schellenberger won a reporting award from Time magazine. So he was their kind of journalist until he started telling the truth about their censorship efforts and partnership with the FBI. And so now they're tearing him apart. Insinuating he is a criminal. So what's going on here? We are exposing this and the Democrats um, are screaming like scorched pigs. Because they've been caught. Look, the FBI never thought you would find out, nor did the CIA, the Pentagon, the State Department, or the Democrat Party who uses the FBI to censor you. They would never thought you'd ever figure this out. You'd never know this was going on. The only reason we know is because Elon Musk bought Twitter, something we never thought they would see. God knows how long this has been going on. It was horrifying what was revealed at those hearings here's jim jordan representative jim jordan talking about it um with martha at fox news yesterday yeah and these journalists aren't republicans in fact i asked the question these are democrats i mean but they're award-winning journalists and the left doesn't like the fact that they're reporting the truth i remember a time when the left embraced the first amendment and would defend the first amendment now they attack anyone who's conveying the truth to the american people even to award-winning new york times best-selling journalists like the individuals we had in front of us and it wasn't just this because remember what we learned yesterday we issued a report our committee did a report about the ftc targeting journalists. They sent all kinds of letters to Twitter and they said, who are the journalists you're working with? And they named four personally, two of those four were our two witnesses today. So these guys are brave people and understand what they, what they ask. When the FTC uh, sent that letter to Twitter, they said, have you checked the background of these journalists? 
think about that. So first, it's the FTC coming after him. Today, it's Democrat members of the of Congress asking for their sources, and yet the Democrats say there's no attack on freedom of the press and freedom of speech. You've got to be kidding me. I've never seen anything like this. And then you couple it with this industrial censorship, industrial complex that they talked about. It is. It should frighten every single American. And our our effort is to get to the bottom of all this, get the facts on the table, and then propose legislation to stop it. Amen. And then watch the Democrats vote for censorship by our intel agencies and against free speech. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.